Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and you're in Soul Talk. Thank you for being here with us, for the ones that are going to see this live, and for the ones that are coming in the future. Please share it with your friends if uh, this resonates with you. And today we have a very interesting colleague that I, I, I really appreciate this point because she's one of mine. She's an artist, she's an art, art therapist and coach, and, uh, and I am very excited to present her. Her name is Anne. I'm one, um, one, oh my God, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> say wrong her last name. So please, Anna, tell us your last name. <laughs> uh, it's Anna Wosniewska. Uh, I often just write Von V because people don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. And yeah, and how you say it, like, this is what I do. Um, yeah. Anna is the, she is, a juicy creatrix, renaissance woman, uh, wellness seeker, and alchemist. She has uh, deeply her toes in a few industries, including movie production, beauty and events uh, producer, and photographer. After decades of working of herself healing and freeing herself uh, from the hustle, she found herself calling in creativity and, and resilience coach. She also works with a, a the source energy through Reiki, Theta, and Akashi Records. Anna, I'm fascinated what you do, and I, I enjoy it. I, I have done it. I've been doing it for a long, long time, mm-hmm. too. But you're, an, you're a ceramist, right? I'm yeah, right. That's, that's, that's how everything started. <laughs> um, I actually applied for uh, jewelry uh, when I went to the art school. And I ended up at the ceramic. <laughs> um, there was not enough space for me in jewelry classes, in jewelry class. So uh, I, w- I had to pick either uh, to work with uh, fiber, uh, which was not my thing. And I didn't have a patient to work and make like, you know, like uh, work with fiber at the time. Uh, or ceramics so I chose the ceramics which is like beautiful beautiful uh, art uh, container because you work with clay which comes from the earth and it's like this earthful feeling and touching the clay and it's a little bit rough but um I didn't do much after I finished the school with the clay until basically um, this year and learning how to use the clay in the art therapy. So it's been like a long time, uh, like years, like over uh, 27 years since my graduation and I haven't touched clay uh, as a, you know, as a... uh, art uh, medium medium since then yeah. I totally understand well I am a painter that's yeah. how I started but I did study four years of sculpture 
and bronze okay. and different things, but we use a lot of clay. So I, I know yeah. the sensation, but I have not done a sculpture uh, per se for in a long, long time. Paintings, I still do it when I need to relax or yeah. or or do my own art therapy for myself. Yeah. That's why I, I, I do my paintings. Mm-hmm. So it is fascinating that uh, that you actually became a, a holistic art therapist, correct? So I'm a facilitator uh, for the art therapy. Um, um, in, I live in Canada, so we have like different like roles uh, for the to be therapist. I actually have to have like a therapy degree, but because I have an art therapy, uh, sorry, art degree, uh, I can always be I can be a facilitator of art therapy. Uh, so this is what I do here, and I also started to use um, art therapy to heal myself, and this is why I was always interested in art therapy techniques. Um, I first first time when I actually had connected to art therapy when uh, after my divorce, and it was actual therapist psychologist who showed me some techniques to uh, do by myself to release some emotions and to work on my emotions mm-hmm. uh, over 20 years ago. And um, quickly after I came to Canada and it was my dream to become art therapist. However, uh, the life went on the different pathway and uh, recently, like uh, just like a, Two years ago, uh, I decided it actually happened also like serendipitously with like some stuff happening. I had like another plan, but then I, you know, how universe works. <laughs> it showed me that no, this plan is not going to work for you. Um, I broke my toe. I was supposed to go for a yoga teacher training in India. And I decided, no, uh, I cannot do it with a broken toe because it was actually smashed. So it was smashed with like, you know, just like a big mess. And uh, I was like in this moment of, you know, realization that, yes, I'm going to do something different. And like this was like last three days to apply uh, for the program for the art therapy program and uh, I used this time and like these three days to uh, write all these essays and everything I needed and apply and call like prepare like you know like all the work for the to apply and I got accepted uh, in the program uh, which is like was also like a last year of the program of the school so, so it's like interesting that I, I got it and uh, it was the only place in my city uh, with amazing, amazing, amazing teacher uh, who is an art therapist. And she had this program for like uh, years and because of the COVID and all this, you know, like uh, doing stuff online when she really wanted to actually work with people more one on one. And like in groups, then she decided to close the school and finish the program. So I I, I was so lucky that this worked out that way. And Uh, yeah. 
how interesting is how the universe will will take you when you let yourself guide because you can push it and you can go to India with a broken toe and, yeah. and probably you will not be doing so good because the pain and so forth I, yeah. I know I have broke a bunch of things yeah. and but the universe guide you to do something different uh, for yeah. something that is passionate about you because you're yeah. you're you're an artist and the same universe actually took you somewhere else. It, it is very interesting. Every time I see it, like, oh, I get it. I was supposed to do this instead of the other thing that I was going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly how it happened. And uh, I was not only, I wouldn't, I would be in pain because of my toe, but I would actually be stuck there because uh, it was supposed to start in January 2020. So I would be stuck in India for months. Yes. Uh, so this this was another thing. So I got you know, I I got saved uh, by universe path and letting yeah. go with the flow. And uh, this was also when I started coaching programs and like uh, learning how to become became a coach because this was the way how I can legally uh, work in Canada to facilitate the art therapy for my clients. Yeah. Yes. I, I was, I wondered, uh, then you study also uh, Reiki and Theta and Akashi records. How, uh, how did you combine that? Uh, well, in the, in the Theta healing, I, I use it all the time with my clients, mm-hmm. but I, it is very different than our coaching. Those are separate um, modalities that you offer or you put them together with your art therapy? So I have like a whole, I offer holistic sessions where clients can experience uh, different things like or sometimes the clients who I coach, they just got like, you know, they can have a one session a month included, which is the holistic session, which is longer session. And I then I work with clients uh, for like two hours usually, and it has like different parts included. Um, so there is energy part, and the energy part is usually um, because uh, after I did Reiki courses, uh, I discovered Theta, and then kind of like everything came together, and it's you know it's kind of like oh. And I was lear- learning about quantum healing as well. And I didn't do the course, but like I realized that all these like modalities are like just working with the source energy. And basically that's that's all the same, just in different like, you know, shades of healing uh, modalities. And I decided to um, create like kind of uh, like a signature sessions for my clients where I use like energy work, also some uh, hand-on work because I also do some hand-on work. I do cupping, uh, which actually is from my grandma legacy uh, from Poland. And I do work, I work with like a, like a gentle massage through Reiki, sometimes, you know, like I usually uh, ask, ask clients uh, if they prefer to, you know, be touched or not. But I, uh, 
I like to work with my hands as well. It's kind of, you know, like working with the clay. And um, I also have an aesthetic, uh, aesthetics uh, background. So I work with aesthetics. I like to touch humans because I think they beautifully heal when you combine touch with energy. And this actually is really relaxing. This puts them like in the state of, you know, like uh, relaxation and on ease. And then uh, we usually do like a, like a little bit of coaching and um, and maybe like journaling together, like with prompts, coaching, journaling, prompts. I'm really huge uh, fan of journaling. It actually is really helpful for me uh, as a healing tool. It always was. I, I didn't know before it became trendy. Uh, I was doing journaling uh, like since I was like a um, child and it wasn't trendy. It wasn't like, you know, a thing going uh, around, but I was doing lots of journaling, lots. And um, now I can see this, this as a healing uh, tool. I didn't know about this then. Uh, so we do this and then uh, usually we um, do a little meditation. Um, I also play a little bit of hand drum or, uh, you know, just like uh, to get like vibrations uh, of the heart. Uh, we work with essential oils as well during the session. And then at the end of the session, I usually, if the, we can, uh, we sometimes do art therapy piece. Usually it's just short. And then at the end of the session, I um, tap in Akashic Records uh, for, for them. Um, so this is kind of like, you know, like a long uh, healing session, two hours. Uh, but I basically uh, schedule this for every client differently. And I also uh, sometimes change stuff on the go intuitively because sometimes, you know, there's like a need of changing this to this or, yeah. <laughs> when we're connected um, as conducts um, yeah. from our guides, sometimes they tell us, okay, you know what, you're going to uh, work with this client in this way or that way or so forth. And obviously yeah. you, you let yourself guide. That have saved you in so many ways. So I believe that you you let yourself guide, right? Yes, yes. So it's like um, just going with you know whatever the heart heart tells you. Like in this moment, is needed. Sometimes uh, it's needed just to sit in the silence, like hold somebody's hand, and just tapping in Akashic records and like asking for the next step. Right. And sometimes it's just like we need the movement and we need to do like art therapy, uh, expressive art therapy. It's also movement and dance. So sometimes we need to shake it. And uh, I recently just heard that the human is the only uh, mammal who is uh, not even mammal, the only uh, in animal world the, who is not shaking the emotions and energy from from us. Uh, because birds and like animals, like dogs and cats, they're shaking, right? So they do this like uh, shaking movements. 
and uh, yeah, and humans don't, but we need it because sometimes we need to shake stuff, right? We need to move. We need to move the flow of energy. And yeah, so sometimes this is what is needed in this moment, right? Um, sometimes it's a quiet moment to reflect and journal. And that takes us to the, the beginning when we were a child. When we're a child, we observe the childs and the kids. All the kids in the world, they they do whatever they're pleasing in that moment. They want to sing, yell, shout, dance, yes. shake, yes. etc. They do it. But as an adult, we learn to control. We, we are too programmed. We learn to control mm-hmm. everything, all our movements. Everything is mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of restrictions with the, for the old programs of the system. Yes. They avoid us, um, not avoid us, they kind of block us to be that child and yeah. to shake when we need it yeah. or to shout when we need it. And that's that's where the Reiki, I believe, it comes from, right? Because that's important. Sometimes we have our chakras block and that is important to we unblock those chakras, not only for ourselves, for our clients, if they don't know how to do it themselves. Right. So, yeah, so about the chakras, um, I usually, when I work with the clients, I start uh, every session with uh, like, like this, either if we do, even if we do like a coaching session, we do like a little meditation to unblock the chakras, to move the energy through the chakras. Um, I can notice, uh, I can notice uh, with my hands, uh, like the pain points, uh, however, like, uh, like not touching, right, just kind of like holding the hands, like moving the energy. But um, I think it's important that this comes also from ourselves, right? Because just to work with our breath, work with our energy, moving our breath. So I basically every session uh, is uh, to unblock, like unblocking at the beginning, or just uh, some people are not spiritual; they don't know about chakras, right? And they don't even want to talk about it. So we just move energy through breath, like talking about body parts, right? Don't, without using the word chakras. Yes. Um, which is also okay and also works the same, basically, right? Yes, yes, uh, I do agree with that. Uh, in my case, that's when I start using NLP. Yeah. And it's more, um, not, so, not so technical spiritual in a way, mm-hmm. because we're, or else we're talking about energy and so forth and, and higher selves and so forth. And that's to comp- uh, not everybody believes in that, but they, everybody needs a healing. Yeah. I have not met one person in this world that doesn't have to work in something in themselves. Even if they say, no, I don't need therapies. Therapies for crisis. But no, everybody needs therapy, including the Dalai Lama. If he was completely healed, I bet he would not be in this pain and fighting uh, or whatever things that he had to work with himself. I have a a question. You mentioned... um, Previous the the we start recording. How do you work with and the art therapy with your clients? Now we're set to art therapy. You work with uh, watercolors or clay or how do you work with them? Yeah, so um, my signature uh, 
pool, which I uh, I can say I well I will never master the watercolors because you know as artists the mastering is like a whole life uh, work. But I know watercolors and inks. I love those techniques, and uh, they're actually easy to learn for people who never touched. Uh, uh you know ink or paint and um i developed some different like uh like you know like uh, um art sequences for them where i can teach them but they can also use them in the art therapy and there's like flowing and flowing of ink flowing of watercolor so we work with the water and we use a lot of water like lots of water so the paper is basically soaking wet and you can even see those bubbles on the paper the bubbles like from the the bubbles from the water and then you inject uh, this paper with different colors and let go of like of the stuff uh, with the colors and work on letting go of the control of letting go of the problems of like if there's something you want to release you release it as you release this with the water and you watch it because when you watch it um they actually mix together in different way and sometimes um it's about the control and you want to control it like you want to add a brush there right and paint it but it's not something you do you let it go and this is the first part, which is a letting go part. And then usually um, the, with this technique, you let it dry. And then the second part is where you are actually intentionally adding art pieces to the whatever you created first. So you can use the like ink, you can use like, uh, you can draw on it. Um, so this is with intention and like, um, it's really like transforming because like um, it's really beautiful to see how uh, clients are like, oh my God, I ha- cannot use the brush because I am actually taking away the brush from them because like I know they have tendency. Oh, so now I'm not using the brush. I cannot paint. Like I just watch how they gonna play together. The colors mixing because we're like... Uh, the technique is like when you mix different like watercolors, different inks and alcohol, they actually create like a movement together. Um, so that's that's about that. Um, the other uh, stuff is I also uh, do, you know, different like uh, portraits, body mapping, um, different kinds of mandalas, uh, like uh, timeline mandalas, which are really healing. Um, with different techniques um yeah there is like a few different things uh, like i learned so many techniques uh, for the art therapy i i try to use uh, the idea and create my own yeah yes gosh it is art for me it is one of the more healing process and more releasing process mm-hmm. You're sad, mad, or you want to uh, have a clear intent or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Art it is amazing in doing creating that. Uh, I wanted to ask you about 
you were in movie productions. I I being married with one who was a mm-hmm. producer and the other one who was an actor. And um, so that is uh, and so I, I I only acted in two plays. And that's not my thing. That's why I retired because that was not my thing. Mm-hmm. But that put me to thought to think in a different way is when you're performing in a in in a movie or in a set or in a in a play or whatever you're trying to be someone else that you're not mm-hmm. and uh, and you have to put the shoes of the 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 person that you are representing in in that performance and uh, and that was very very interesting the two times I did it I did it because of a spiritual uh, in a spiritual way that I wanted to to mm-hmm. learn how to put the shoes of someone else that it was completely different than me and uh, and it was very very hard yeah. it was very very hard because you still know who you are but at the same time you're being someone someone else that you don't agree but you have to be that person for the sake of the production yeah and uh and how was your your when you were working in, in movie production how do you felt it in this more into spiritual way so um like talking about the movie production i actually never uh never performed as an actor or, or actress uh, I did this before in my life um, in theater before I uh, came to Canada, but uh, I have never done this as a as an actress. Um, but uh, what I was working on was mostly like uh, actually like uh, photographing, robbing, uh, like doing the pre-production and documentary movies, and then. Um, animation and creating the festival here uh, locally animation international animation festival um, but like uh, during like a uh, production of the documentary movie um, it's actually you actually work with like a, like a normal people they are not acting <laughs> and they are like just uh, just sharing and they are like uh sometimes uh you record them twice or or three times but like they're just themselves uh but it's about their life right so they're they're, they talk about stuff they are passionate about or sometimes it's about the pain sometimes it's uh um Sometimes it's hard to even talk about stuff because they are like, you know, like still experiencing this moment. Um, but I actually never worked uh, with um, like actual, like, you know, like uh, movie stars or uh, I worked with the directors who uh, like I went to Hollywood <laughs> and uh, went to the film festivals, uh, but I have never worked with like uh, people who are actually acting. However, acting is amazing for the art therapy because uh, you can use the acting uh, to um actually make a play about stuff uh, that was like uh, trauma, trauma, um, you know, in your life, or it was like um, something you want to work through and you can use it, right? 
Because then you can become the observer of the yes. drama so, yeah. there. So you can shift that memory easier. Yes, yes. You can totally shift this memory and actually you can play this game a couple times until you don't feel anything and you are like really observing this. And there's also playing with like different like uh, masks, right? You do the masks uh, of anger or grief or um, joy. You can play with puppets, right? Uh, you can make a puppets and like play, um, like work through the experience using those puppets. Um, so there's like so many different like uh, things, beautiful ideas you can use, right? Also as an actor. Um, but yeah, I I never had this like uh, uh, need to uh, be an actor. <laughs> I did it because I wanted to. I yeah. after living with uh, with with an actor for yeah. uh, twelve years, my ex husband. <clears throat> and I saw that they submerged so much into the role that even if they're performing someone else, but in, in the more in the place because they have to practice for yeah. weeks or months before the, the performance, they start embodying a role, the role that they are going to be performing, that sometimes it just change the way they observe everything in that moment. They're other person. And I was very interested being an observer of him, mm -hmm. how he was um, changing at home when he came to eat, when he was home. I was like, oh my God, this is not the same person I married. What happened with him? And that's why it brought my curiosity. It's like, okay, how will feel when I do it? Yeah. So they, when they invite me to participate, uh, and I participated in Yerma uh, from... Um, And it was a play from, uh, it was a very restricted society in the 1900s in Spain, where they were very macho mm -hmm. uh, society. And it was, and that really doesn't resonate with me or, or who I am. I, I am not a feminist, but, but a very uh, defender mm -hmm. of the women. Mm -hmm. And I have to perform that, that submissive woman. And in mm -hmm. that time, and it was like, oh my God, it was, and that, and, and I have to be one of the, the sisters in laws that it was the mean one. And it was like, oh. against that. And it was like, oh my God. And, uh, and I did so that inner anger inside of me, it helped me a lot in my art therapy, in the anger of me mm -hmm. against that same society that it was in, in that time. Mm -hmm. Time to time, it shows in this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I have to heal it from inside out, and not become the observer all the time and be like two people at the same time. The one is mm -hmm. going to be performing to do a good role in in the play, but the, also my side that I was observing that Monica that was very very interesting. I actually mm -hmm. recommend everybody as an art therapy to to perform in a play because yeah. it really makes you become the observer of yourself if you're putting attention yeah i can imagine this but like i i didn't have experience i have now when i was actually acting right uh in theater and uh, in theater you have to um it's a little bit more strict uh, with the 
what you say, you have to exactly say how it's written. And um, But it was interesting, but I didn't have any knowledge I have right now when I was doing this. So I uh, couldn't like, um, you know, ignite uh, a healing uh, at the time because I was like just at the beginning or even not uh, of my own healing journey at that time. Yes, it is. A lot of us, when we, when I started painting or writing, I did not have the knowledge that I have now. When I found out what, uh, that I was a channeling, that I was channeling and that I was doing, I didn't know different. Uh, it, I did the same, but in a very different perspective that I was doing it when I started. Yeah. So it is, it changes who we are now yeah. with that. I wanted to ask you also, um, I, I read here that you are, um, I, I, I did not ask you at the beginning, I'm, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I apologize to everybody mm-hmm. and, uh, and to you, Anna, but tell us what it took you here, because you would mention that you were not, uh, in that time you were not, uh, let's put it like that, awake, or I don't even know how to say it, uh, mm-hmm. or because it is everybody that have that awake that start working with themselves something happened to us or else we would not be in this path our guides or whatever we want to call them they take us to this journey to say oh yeah. i need to start working with me or i need to heal myself or or we go into the dark night of the soul yeah. so what it took you there, uh where you are now so there was few elements and they actually everything like um happened like um you know like one uh like um in i wouldn't say like in the same timeline but like it was really close uh to one timeline pretty much um i was um i was living in like a really a big trauma i had a ptsd uh which was like uh caused like by events in my childhood then in my teen um, so I was like feeling kind of like I'm sliding on the surface of life. I wasn't really doing much, like, um, I was like living, but I didn't feel like I'm fully living. Um, I was like always very anxious. I had like, um, um, this like, you know, victim mentality, uh, like blaming lots of like, uh, rage issue, anger issues, uh, which uh, showed up in the eating disorders and like doing different diets and like, you know, like um, sliding on the scale and like, uh, like, oh, like there was like lots of things not sleeping well, like depressed, uh, like all these things, like, and um, what's, what happened? Like, I think the most uh significant uh thing was uh which caused caused like the dark night of the soul because i had like those little moments of uh, awakening like um like small kind of pieces you know like kind of like blinking of the light uh but i went back to where i was um 
even like if you look on the surface, it all looked really nice. Like I had, I was like successful. Like I had like a own business. Then I was like part of this, part of that. Like you know. Um, but I went to Cuba as a wedding photographer, and I got arrested there for being a part of the opposition, which I wasn't. But uh, the Cuba at the time, it was uh, in 2008, 2008. And this was really like a big trauma for me because like I would have never expect that this would happen. And I was not involved in politics. I was like just artist there. And I visited the Biennale, the Havana Biennale as an artist with another artist friend. And... I didn't know even that he's like a like a really big in politics or like we're just like watching arts and and yeah on so on the airport I got arrested as a political treat to Cuba <laughs> and um, it's like kind of a joke when you think about this now but I was like really traumatized by this and when I came back uh, to Canada. They let me go after, like they let me go the same on the same day, but uh, it was still very traumatic for me. And um, I started to do this project. I started with the art therapy project, and like all these like small pieces. Like I was depressed for like a half a year after this event. Like really dark. It was really dark. I was like blaming myself. I was like. But there was lots of processing as well. I, I was processing all these things and like, and I started to do like different things, like different changes to my life. Um, I started to go to yoga. I started to uh, take care of my body more because I was, I was young, but I was like, I didn't feel well. Like I'm, I, I wasn't like uh, in my, um best right so all these pieces like body mind my soul uh it started to feel like i cannot live like this anymore like i cannot be in this place because i wasn't like i had like moments of happiness with kids and like moments but I was kind of like living to uh, seek another nice moment of happiness, but I wasn't really like in the happy state all the time, or I wasn't feeling happy. Um, I was like very like blunt, uh, you know, emotions. Yeah. And you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, but I did lots of traveling and because of the traveling, I was, I had time to myself, for myself. I did travel as a wedding photographer at the time, a lot to destination weddings, like around the world, Caribbean, Mexico, like, you know, like uh, lots of like uh, US, like Caribbean islands. And usually I had time to just go inside, like write, journal, and um, I often stayed longer, like uh, I just, you know, I just like to um, take this time to explore, and I was alone, so 
I was working on myself. And the first thing, which actually was my teacher, like think, I wouldn't even call it think, but like Ocean was who, who teached me how to meditate. I did this like totally intuitively. I just went there like on sunrises and sunsets and I was sitting there on the beach. I wasn't brave enough then to even do yoga on the beach because I didn't feel like, you know, I'm in the place to show awkward moves there. But I was there sitting and meditating with the ocean, with every wave, with every breath. And nobody other than ocean was my teacher, earth, mother earth and ocean. And I connected really, I was always connecting to nature when I was traveling and um, doing art, doing like journaling. Um, I always had my paint with me, uh, like little like watercolor paint. Um, and this is how I actually connected to the people too, because I even went to like, um, like places like bars or, you know, like, and people normally sit there and they drink. And I was there with my little watercolor and my journal and like people start to talk. And I was doing lots of free coaching for everybody <laughs> at that time. Uh, but yeah, usually uh, it was just really good experience to go inside and yeah, and this is how it started uh, slowly, like little by little. And there was like other like, uh, of course, it was not done. And there's still sometimes, you know, something is happening. And there was like few moments uh, in between where there was like... Um, um, kind of like I felt like I got, went back right in the process okay. and it works like a waves uh, but this is this is how the process started and basically like this is how uh, this is why I'm so connected to the nature and nature is also my uh, ritual my practice going to the nature every day uh, for one hour. It's it's my, my practice. Um, sometimes it's longer when there is like beautiful day. I spend all day in the nature, like even working with clients. Um, I coach sometimes in the park, um, like uh, in the forest, which is close by to my house. Um, it's very private there. I have a spot there. I can take them and I basically... Uh, like to be there um, if it's warm, right? I live in Canada, so <laughs> it's not always. Uh, but yeah, this is this is how it started. I think the healing came from the nature, and I intuitively uh, picked up those pieces and started to apply them to my own life. And then everything kind of felt together, like uh, with the art and the project I started in, with Havana uh, at my uh, big uh, event there. Uh, it continues and it's, uh, I'm still working on like those like art pieces. It's called Wanderlust. And um, they are like different cities, different places. Uh, it's kind of more like a personal art um, therapy. Um, but 
you can also use them if you want to meditate or you know like um, have like a creative uh, journey with like art yeah. it is it is funny I really I was trying to find the perfect word and now it was <laughs> funny. it is funny how our guides it's funny for them it's not funny for us when they force us in a very difficult put us in a very difficult situation where we're needing to to get out or drown mm. you know as is uh when a lot of fear when we go into extreme emotions anger mm. fear depression mm. etc and they force us to you need to heal yourself from this one or you drown basically yeah. and uh and they push us in a way there but mm-hmm. when we when we come out on the other side, mm-hmm. when we come out of the other side, it is so amazing because now we can help people in uh, exactly where we passed through because we already came out of the other side. Yes. And that is the majority of, of all the human beings, or at least the people that I interview when we go through that process, it is very scary in, in that moment. Mm-hmm. But actually, transform us, and uh, and we have those that moment when we have to make the choice, mm-hmm. us or drowning. In a way, it's drowning, but it can be different kind of ways, or dying, or drowning, or 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 giving up, or to life, or whatever mm-hmm. it is for each person is different. But that's something in common that we all have as coaches, or healers, or or therapists. We went to, we passed through a very difficult moment. And uh, and our guides mm-hmm. took, took, you, took us there for our choice at the same time. And we checked the, the cashier records. We're going to find that we signed up for that. Yes, <laughs> yes we did. <laughs> so, and the cashier records, how you start connecting with the cashier records? Um. I think I first like uh, so I will have to go back to like this uh, things like um, so I had like a dreams before and um, in some times of my life I had that the prophetic dreams and um, I was always like wondering like they they happened like um, I didn't control them right so they they were happening and I didn't know like um, but sometimes I wrote down the stuff and the stuff was happening and like uh, sometimes it was really scary stuff which like uh, like I I I, uh, I predicted that 9/11 will happen and wrote about this in the letter to my husband because we just met uh, like my yeah we just met, he was my husband already, like freshly married. And he was in Canada, I was in Poland, and I wrote him this letter about the 9-11, like how can I can see it. And um, yeah, and this was really interesting to see how, uh, sorry. Oh, sorry, it's my neighbor just came to my window. <laughs> so I cannot speak right now. Yeah, just you can just I can I'm on the interview. Yeah. Yeah, it's just my neighbor came with some uh flyers to my window. <laughs> uh sorry. Um 
it's a it's uh yeah so this this what happened and my husband was like you, you know like and then um this happened the 9-11 happened and it was exactly how I described it and um and then I was kind of scared and I was doing tarot at that time in my life at that time in my life so I was asking tarot cards for different things and I came to Canada and life got busy and everything got so busy. And uh, when I started meditating, um, doing more meditation, doing more yoga, like uh, the healing process started, um, the dreams came back. Like sometimes I could, you know, see stuff in the dreams. And then I think around the time uh, when I started the school for art therapy and uh, I learned about Akashic Records then and I was so fascinated about this it's like okay so this is where the streams are coming from so they are just talking to me but like I uh, I didn't know about this at the time that I can actually go there and ask I don't have to wait uh, for dreams I just have to be in this like a state right and uh, take care of my uh, self and of my spirituality well and I can just go there and tap so this was really fascinating for me to learn this uh, that you can do it like from the other side kind of right that you don't wait you you want to know something or you want to like experience something so I started like um, I did before, like some work on my previous lives. And um, so I, I started with working with the past and like going to my previous lives, which I there was stuff I already knew uh, about them. Like, let's say like um, the Mexico uh, part in my life, because every time when I came to Mexico and I, I was traveling to the lots of places, <laughs> uh, Mexico felt like home and I knew stuff. I knew like, you know, like this, I knew what's like, what's in some places or like, um, I was going like, um, to Mayan Riviera a lot and, uh, Tulum areas and I was so connected there. I felt like this is my home. I felt safe there. Uh, but I didn't know, uh, like, uh, what's, you know, what's causing this. Because, like, um, I didn't know about the Akashic Records then. And then I, uh, um, I went to Guatemala jungle um, to visit some of those, like, uh, pyramids there, and uh, I was also, like, so fascinated, and I think this activated something, too, because then I was able, actually, to go back to this life and see some pieces of it. Um, I'm still not fully, uh, I, st I, I still don't know fully uh, about this life, but, like, there's, there are pieces showing in Akashic Records when I want to go there, and they connect, so I'm working on it. <laughs> Something that I discovered connecting for me, uh, I have visions. I, yeah. I show vision. I don't have to be asleep. I just I just ask, okay, what do I need to know about this? And boom, they send me the file basically, and and I'm seeing the file. Yeah. But uh, 
but I have discovered that more that I have tapping into that, it is easier for me to just ask for the file of mm-hmm. anything or whoever. And uh, they will show me whatever I need to know to help that person or myself. Or why is this making me feel so uncomfortable? Why this person, I I feel a rejection for that person. Why? It's not doing nothing to me. Why? And they show me the file and so forth. And that's that became very interesting. And um, because you start having memories back of your past lives at the same time. More than you yeah. tap in, yes. you're getting more of those memories back. And I feel like in this time, in these moments, and more in the in the time of the eclipse that we're gonna have one soon, it is more those downloads of those memories. Because at the end, what we're doing here as human beings, we're just trying to remember yeah. who we were. Because yeah. the story always repeats itself. Yeah, and they come together and they uh you see the puzzle right like the puzzle coming together of like a kind of like a mosaic and uh, but it gives you like more understanding to why stuff is happening right now and more um, more patience and more like uh, even I would say like uh, not the patient but like uh, um, I'm looking for the world (laughs) Uh, probably like more like you know like uh, looking as observer on some things uh, happening right now because like then uh, you can um, kind of like you know like uh, be more aware and be more aware and uh, more mindful about things and you're a different human at the same time right because uh um, you have more compassion, you have more love, you understand why people are doing stuff like they are doing, even if they are not uh, on the same pathway like you, there is less judgment. Um, so I I think this is beautiful also to see when you work with the clients and see how this transformation is happening in them and they become more aware and they become more awake and then they have this like a they can see things from this non-judgmental state and like see the you know the polarities and see uh, how the life pathways are coming together and like why we're doing stuff like who are the learners who are the teachers um like all the situation teaching us and yeah it's 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 amazing and it's like uh it's exciting yes definitely we're living in a very exciting times Mm -hmm. where when we are seeing in front of our eyes that transformation of us Mm -hmm. and the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and we Okay, where the energy grows, whatever we put in our attention. So let's yeah. focus on, on love and compassion for all, so like that we can create a better world. Yeah. And uh, Anna, do you have something else that you would like to say before we? Uh... We're almost at the end. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know if you have any more questions. Uh, 
It has been very, very interesting to to talk with a colleague and uh, and an artist, a creative mind, because yes, there are creative minds in everything, but into the arts are it is fascinating uh, for me. It is fascinating, and and I love what you're doing, and uh, and thank you for being you. Thank you for, for doing this. And, to all our spectators, if you're seeing this program, I really appreciate your presence. And also, uh, if this resonates with you, please share with someone else. It might help someone else right now in their path, wherever they are. And we really appreciate that. And thank you for being you. Be always authentic you. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.